basically. Let's go around the horn, and I'll assume if you give me a go, you've got no instrumentation problems. Booster? Go flight. Retro? Go flight. Fido? Go flight. Control? Telcom? Go. TNC? Econ? Capcom? Go. Surgeon? Go. ONC? Go. ASD? RAO? Go. Network? Go. You got everything up? Hello, I'm Ian Christie, and this is Terranauts. This is the last episode of Season 2 of Terranauts, and it's also our 40th episode. So I thought it would be a good time to take a little stock of where we've been and where the podcast is going. Now, in Season 1, we did mostly interviews on Terranauts. But at the end of Season 1, I started a series of episodes that I called the Terranauts Guide to Leaving the Planet, which was really just a kind of history of human spaceflight series. In season one, pretty much all we did was talk about some basic uh, rocketry and how it developed. But this season, we continued the series, first by looking at a couple of the first Terranauts, pioneers in the field of human spaceflight. First of all, we talked about Werner von Braun, which was kind of a no-brainer because there really is no other human being who was more central to humanity's journey off the planet than von Braun. Uh, whatever else you might think of the man, you simply can't deny that the inventor of both the first rocket to leave the planet and the only rocket to have ever taken humans to another celestial body is not a central figure in our journey to space. Um, the second first Terranaut we looked at was Gene Kranz. I chose Kranz because he is really emblematic of kind of a new breed of professional that came onto the scene at the dawn of the human space program. He and his colleagues really invented the job of what I now call the Terranaut. Dedicated, smart, talented people who devoted their passion to getting humans and human inventions into space, even though the vast majority of them never expected to take the physical journey themselves. I wanted to talk about Gene Kranz and his colleagues in the early days of NASA, because when I read his story, I could hear the echoes of what those people created in the profession and the craft and the culture of the Terranaut, as I have experienced it and as I think it exists today. In a very real sense, as Cameron Ower, one of our guests this season, said in our interview, um, these are the giants upon whose shoulders we stand. And speaking of Cameron Ower, that also brings up the fact that the season did not just focus on the history of human spaceflight. We also continued to interview current and past Terranauts. I tried very hard to find guests to talk to that covered kind of the breadth of what it means to be a Terranaut this season. So while we did talk to Colleen Merchant, who is very much a direct descendant of those first Terranauts in Mission Control, having spent a lot of time there in the days of the shuttle program, I also talked to people like Cameron Ower, who has spent a lifetime designing and testing the technology that's used in the human exploration of space. But I also talked to other Terranauts like Des Power, who, used space, who uses space data to make life better on Earth, and Sarah Gallagher, who travels to the event horizons of supermassive black holes on a daily basis to try and understand the fundamental laws of physics. I also talked to Dave Kendall, who spent a, his career helping other people find ways to use space for the benefit of humans everywhere, and who probably knows more Terranauts than any other four people that I know. In between all of that, we continued to follow the story of humanity's journey towards the stars by following the story of Project Mercury, the early days of NASA. We took a small break in the middle of the season to remember the astronauts who've given their lives in that journey, and I was joined by Chris Hadfield, 
for that episode, and he is eminently qualified to discuss the topic. We finished off the season by kind of combining the history and the Terranaut interviews in a series of episodes, where I looked into the history of satellite communications and then was joined by another Terranaut veteran, Mac Evans, who shared the fascinating story of what it was like to be in mission control for the history-making flight of Hermes, the communications technology satellite. So where does that leave us at the end of Season 2, and where is Terranauts going in Season 3? Well, first of all, I think you can assume that there will be more of the same. I definitely want to continue doing the history of human spaceflight and doing it from the perspective of those on the ground. I don't really think there are any other podcasts out there doing that, but there is a lot of documentary material out there, and it's fairly easy to access, so I think it makes sense to keep doing that. I also want to continue to find interesting Terranauts to talk to, particularly those that might be working in parts of the industry that we don't hear as much about. And I think I'll be trying to find more of the new breed of Terranauts to talk to as well. If anyone has suggestions about uh, who we should have on the show, I'd love to hear them. If there will be anything new in Season 3, it will probably be to do a bit more of the kind of episodes that ended Season 2. series of uh, episodes where we look at the background and context of a particular topic and then end with a conversation with some Terranauts who are there who have a, or who have a particular knowledge of the topic. I have one of those series in mind to kick off Season 3, uh, but you'll have to wait until later this summer to hear more about that once I've firmed it up. Maybe the biggest change in Terranauts that is likely to be happening uh, for Season 3 is going to be happening behind the scenes. Uh, after two seasons of Terranauts, I've come to the conclusion that the show is just not being heard by enough people. So I'm going to be trying some things to change that. For the record, I really have not spent a lot of time or effort on promoting the podcast, so I'm not, I'm not really complaining. Uh, Mark Boucher at SpaceQ has really done all of the heavy lifting in that regard, and I really do have to thank him. Pretty much all I've had to do is speak into the microphone, and he's done all of the rest. But now I think it's time for me to step up a little bit more. As some of you may know, I have spent a fair bit of time over the last year learning the ins and outs of uh, social media by starting my own YouTube channel. Um, the channel is mainly devoted to flight simulation gaming, but uh, that just happens to be another passion of mine and one where I found an audience that let me build the channel up. But I have always wanted to use that channel and the experience I've gained by running it and growing it as a platform for promoting Terranauts as well. So, again, as some of you may know, I've been making some of the audio podcasts into videos and posting them on the YouTube channel. I've also been making a few videos on Terranauts content using the game Kerbal Space Program to illustrate some of the things that we talk about on the podcast. And I do have a Discord uh, channel that has a Terranaut section for anyone who wants to drop by and talk Terranaut anytime. But all of that is um, pretty well hidden. Evidence of that is probably provided by the fact that most of you listening to this don't even know about the YouTube channel or the Discord server. Uh, and I have definitely learned over the last year that in order for people to find your content, it has to be promoted and it has to be where people, and yes, search algorithms, can find it. So, I'm going to try to do a better job at that. The first step is that I have created a Terranauts Facebook page. Yes, folks, if you search Facebook for Terranauts, you should find our brand new page. Uh, there isn't a lot of content there yet, but I'd love it if you would stop by and say hello. The Facebook page also has links to the YouTube channel and the Discord server. 
Over the course of the summer, I expect to create a Terranauts webpage as another way of helping people find the podcast. And as we move into season three, Mark and I are discussing ways of getting the podcast out there and more into the mainstream. I think it's time to get Terranauts out there and branded as a history of podcast. When I compare the content we've created to, on the history of human spaceflight um, with other podcasts that I list to, uh, listen to on various history topics, I think it stands up pretty well. And I think it would also be popular with a wider audience if that audience could find it. So doing that is going to be a learning adventure, but it's um, one that I'm looking forward to. As always, I hope that you'll continue to join me on that journey and continue to support the podcast with your feedback and your recommendations. Uh, from what I've seen of successful podcasts and social media channels, they really do thrive on active communities. So I'm going to do my best to find a way to encourage one to grow around Terranauts. The benefit of that, dear listeners, is that hopefully it will give me a chance to get to know a lot of you a lot better, which actually might be the best reason of all to do it. For now, that's going to do it for Season 2 of Terranauts. Over the summer, we'll be posting the summer season highlights from the last two seasons, and I'll be around on social media. Please don't be afraid to look me up. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon. Come on, let's keep the chatter down.